Hey, it's your boy OG Bernie, and this is the Let Burn Run Podcast, available on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Click and enjoy. Burn. Yo, what's good, everybody? I got a couple of topics I want to talk about for this episode, and um, I'm right now I'm outside walking, trying to get my thoughts together. Rough day, but you know, it's always a better day, and I'm just looking for the positive. Right now, we got to talk about a couple of stuff right now that's been trending topics pretty much as always that's been flying off the presses these last couple of days, maybe the last couple, yeah, days, maybe weeks. Let's start with the, um, let's start with the obvious right now. For anybody who watched the Super Bowl, I am sure that you all was aware of what the score was, 13 to 3. I'm pretty sure everybody saw it and everybody dive into the nonsense that happened now i don't know about the halftime show i didn't i didn't wasn't gonna watch the crap i didn't really care for it i think yeah it could have been better i've seen clips and for a couple you know rappers especially travis scott and big boy both african-american descent i was hoping that they would do something that could make uh, pretty much a stand on social equality for black people in america and maybe, maybe, maybe I didn't see it. Maybe it went over my head, but I ain't, it, I ain't seen nothing special. I felt like they were just there for free press. That's it. Um, with the Super Bowl, if you see, if you watch the games, which I have, you can truly understand the anger when you see New England always winning and winning and winning and winning. <laughs> Straight anger. You always got you got to question yourself like how are they keep doing it and doing it and sometimes there's not really much to explain about it when you when you you know when you match Bill Belichick with all the some of the other coaches in history the only component you can say is Tom Brady his main guy has always been Tom Brady anything after that no the only the only superstar that this team had after Tom Brady, you can honestly say, was Randy Moss at his peak. Because Randy Moss at his peak can be stopped. So you had so you had certain players along the way, especially in the beginning of the dynasty, when they first won his three Super Bowls and went to the two Super Bowls when they lost to the Giants. And then you see the last four Super Bowls they've been to right now. They've They've been unstoppable. Which, you know, goes for me to say, it's very, it's, it's fair to say that at this point right now, Bill Belichick, single-handedly, is the greatest coach of all time. If you want to put Phil Jackson, Craig Popovich, uh, Red Auerbach, Nick Saban, they're, they're rightfully deserve to be up there also. But I, you just look at the talent that he has to, you know, he's he's coached over thousands of players over a 30-year career. He was a great defensive coordinator under the Giants when they won their Super Bowl. He, you know, for the most part, he was, as far as a head coach, he was shaky. I'm, you know, and then he was going to get the job to be the Jets. He, when in a day he he bolted ASAP 
as if he he knew that his he knew that greatness was gonna wait for him in New England, and he just he's that's it. He went there, and look pretty much look what happened ever since. He he's made a dynasty, if you want to say twice. He made a he made a dynasty twice on this team, six championships in 18 years, nine Super Bowl championships, 13 conference finals. They've been to the conference final every year for the last 10 straight years. For what? 16 divisional championships during that stretch also the most by one team ever in football history what more can you say about this accomplishment they went they they got they they went undefeated at home which they needed to to win the division five and one against the AFC East because the East is weak as hell you, yeah, you had a losing. Yes, yes, they're the first team to win a Super Bowl with a losing road record. Yes, granted, but they didn't care about that. They just, as long as they, you know, they held on to their home turf, they'll be fine. And even if they went 0-8, this team will still had an 8-8 record, which means they'll still be two games up on the Dolphins, regardless. So it's just to show you how bad the AFC East is after the Patriots. You go to, you get a home field advantage. You prepare for two weeks. Because the last two games are against the East, and to them, that's a bye anyway, because he's smacking both of them up. So they ain't got to worry about that. You get the next week at home against the Chargers. After your first round bye, may I remind you, you have two weeks to prepare against the Chargers team, who's one of the top five offense and top five defense in football, making them a complete team. You spank them five straight possessions and a touchdown. Oh, automatically, the guy game was right over at half. You spank them up, then you take it upon yourself to go to Kansas City, shut out the Chiefs in the first half, didn't allow no touchdown in the first half. You then Chiefs came back in the fourth quarter because you can't stop Patrick Mahomes. You can't really stop Patrick Mahomes. You can only contain him, and that's what they did. They contained him up to that point. And he went off in the fourth quarter, went into overtime, and like I said, Chiefs has always been a liability on defense this whole year, and it came back to bite them in the ass. Patriots ran that first score. No, no comeback. Prepare again against this Rams team. A la what happened last year when you gave them 41 points and y'all took it to them and shut them down for three measly points. That's barbaric. That's amazing. You can call it boring. You can call it what it was. But that is the greatest defensive performance ever in football history. When the stage is set and the biggest grand stages of them all, yada, yada, yada. And that's what he did. Utterly fantastic, however you want to call it. There's a winner, there's a loser. About 18 years ago, when the Patriots won their first ever Super Bowl, they beat the Rams. Albeit, Kirk Warner was the QB at the time. Marshall Falk was the running back. Torrey Holt was the receiver. This is supposed to be the greatest show on turf. And yet, the Patriots was able to neutralize this Rams offense. Almost 20 years later, we're back at the same scenario. The only three people remaining from all this would be the fact that we Tom Brady, Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick. 
The Rams team is a different team. They're not even in St. Louis no more. They're, they're Los Angeles. Owners new. Everybody about this whole organization is just new. This ain't the same from 18 years ago. And same result regardless. The Rams, one of the best offenses in football this year with a young Jeff Golf, Todd Hurley, who's one of the best running backs in football right now. Brandon Cook, the same guy that got from last year from the Patriots. You know, I, I, my heart's go out for that guy. Back-to-back Super Bowl appearance by this young wide receiver in two different teams, and you can't get no championships. It sucks for him. The Rams couldn't muster no type of offense. Three points is the lowest any team has scored in Super Bowl history. In this, in the... This is, you can say that this, this is by far one of the worst, if not the worst offensive output ever. The Rams couldn't score. They didn't even reach the goal line for the, against the Patriots. Patriots defense really, they really stopped them. It didn't help the fact that Todd, you know, Todd Gurley wasn't healthy. Everybody, you can say whatever you want to say about Todd Gurley being 100%. He was not healthy. Therefore, you took out the play action. Jeff Goff was sitting duck. CJ Anderson, he was, they, they definitely held him down. Other than Cook, you know, doing what Cook was doing, he he did, he did everything to try to keep his, his game alive. Overall, this was just a bad game by this Rams team and you would have thought that maybe the Rams would find a way to do anything just get some little momentum but you gotta give it to Bill Belichick this is by far his greatest this is by far his greatest achievement ever as a head coach when the stage when the stack is deck when the biggest stage is on biggest stage ever he put out maybe the greatest defensive game plan known to man And it worked. Three only allowed 260 total yards and just three points. A ma- this is a masterpiece, but at the same time, in the Rams' side of it, it's pathetic. You average 33 points a game the regular season. You don't even get past 30. Matter of fact, you don't even get past seven. That's truly, it's truly heartbreaking. I picked the Rams to win, and you would have thought that they would have, and I don't get it with DJ Academics. No diss to the man. He's a great podcast commentary person. He's been highly successful for what he's been able to do on YouTube over a billion clicks and counting with great content he's and funny as fuck contents he's been able to embark on for the last couple of years from the war on Chirac to his own YouTube page to his you know latenightcrease.com website to his Twitch he's been able to be successful just talking a lot of bullshit and now even becoming you know quote unquote I guess mumble rapper you know what his little I guess what little act is the name something like that he's been able to be 
successful just doing that platform. As a rapper, no. But as him being a great commentary person, he's got he's he's have a, he's 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 gonna have a bright future ahead of him. Um, even with Complex right now with the Everyday Struggle, I like the I love the show. Him, the Desca, Wayno, it's a good show to watch. I, you know, I kind of wish Joe Bunn was still there to talk his shit, but Joe Bunn is still good right now with his with his podcast. Meek Mill came out the woodworks and blasted academics for even collaborating with Six Nine, especially with the ongoing investigation with Six Nine and the whole Strayway gang. Six Nine pleading guilty to nine counts of racketeering charges, charges that not even the DA knew about until he opened his mouth. And even if he is, even if he cooperates and even if he throws people under the bus, Six Nine could still serve over 40 years in prison. So, you was, I don't know, honestly, it might, if it was me, I, I would take it to court and I was, I would just have you fight for my, I'll fight for my rights at that point just to, just so I can knock it all off completely. But some people is different. I don't know. I won't know if I'm, unless I'm in that situation. And hopefully I never will be. 6ix9ine's case right now, he's in that situation. And he can't get out of it. He's in a world of trouble. And I don't see him fixing this. But but that's beside the point. McMill blasted academics for even saying, why you even got a track with, a, with this guy? Especially what he's done right now. This don't sit, this not good for the streets. It's not good for the culture. Now, as far as the hip hop culture, I can't, I, I really, I don't think I've been, I'm not, I haven't been knowledgeable enough to know about the hip hop culture as I think I should have. At times I think I do know, but I don't. Especially when everything is evolving every second. It's hard to, you know, it's hard to say that I know about the culture. And I don't. I don't know about the culture. Like I, like I thought I did. I don't. So, when it comes to just evaluation, it's not my strong suit. With this whole, I guess, well, we got we to find out, first of all, one, is he, is Six not really snitching? Did he really snitch? On his, on you know, Shadi and all his other associates, because if he did, then yeah, automatically is a rap for Six Nine. I don't see any way Six Nine could come out of this talking about he's a street dude. Where no, you're not a street dude. You've been exposed right now. You snitched. No. Um, we also gotta find out. Well, actually, we already know his career. I think his career will be going downhill after that. I don't see how he'll get back into this unless he's doing. A Spanish flow. I guess he's got to be on some Spanish shit about this point at this point right now for him to even continue at least have some type of success after that. Anything else before that is a rap. He's a meme of jokes. He's a butt of old jokes right now. We get, we're going to fast track to Meek Mill again. And he's kind of, I think he's right. Academic is looking for some clout. He's trying to look for some publicity. He might be, but then again, six. You no, know, academics might be just trying to, you know, ride out with his homie. Act said it best. <laughs> you know, don't do the crime, you're not gonna do the time. And six night, you know, Agory Vince said he's calling the cops on everything. So you already know what his his attention is 
you know, at an all-time high. He on rap for, you know, 6'9", even though I don't know why on God's green earth you even rapping with somebody who's had a pending case for touching a kid, who's been in so many legal issues, who told half the industry to suck his dick. That's that's on call for. Like I said, six nine deserve what's coming to him. Why academics even engaging in this in even engaging it with a teaser with this shit beats me. Does this benefit six nine's daughter or the family? Does is this gonna give money on his pocket or is this another academics plot just like he did for the war in Chirac, explaining the issues that's over there? Now, now, academics, he's a smart man. He can, he's going to reverse that around, you know, and try to tell his, you know, his supporters or his non-supporters that that's not the case. You know, he always told 6 9 well and everything. But if you're really his friend friend, forget about just, you know, advocating it. You got to tell him, yo, it ain't worth it. Get away from that. Move away from that type of shit. You can't tell me that with all the memes and all the jokes and everything else that you didn't have the power to stop him. You could have stopped him. You chose not to. And this is it now. 6 9 is way that right now. It's a tragic situation that he is as young as 22 years old. But he's grown enough to know his mistakes. He knew what he was doing. And he's got to pay the price for it. Act. You know what? Best of luck to you academics. As I said. No, I, I'm going to still watch your show. I'm going to still listen to your commentary. You be saying the funniest shit online right now. I got you subscribed. I'm one of like your two main subscribers out there on your Instagram and YouTube. So I'm going to still listen because you be saying some crazy shit. And you be giving a lot of insight and a lot analysis on everything in the industry. But as far as, you know, if 6 ix 9 is supposed to be a man, you're supposed to ride out. Man, you're supposed to ride out with the guy. This this is not a good time to be trying to release a song with the you know the fate on six nine balance you know weighing in right now he he might not even get out of jail at all even if he cooperates. This is I think this could have waited. Actually, maybe it should never been released, especially now knowing the situation that six nine is. He is a rat. You can't have a rapper who's a rat. You can't be you can't be doing that. You can that's, that's poor taste. But then again, six nine is I don't look at. I don't, first of all, I don't look like six, I don't look at six nine as a rapper to begin with. He's just a kid with a lot of issues that felt like he wanted to talk shit because he felt like he needed to. Academics or little act, however you want to call it, he I don't look at him as a rapper himself right now. He he camouflages with fake ass dreads as weep, and he just goes around drinking henny. That's about it. I don't look at him. I don't look at him serious. Nobody's loyal in the industry. Nobody's faithful. Nobody keeps their word. Everybody likes to pop shit when a motherfucker's down. Bill Cosby's one. R. Kelly's another person. Now, do I believe they did their, you know, heinous crimes? I don't even know. They got video on R. Kelly right now, and yet he was still find that guilty. The system. Everybody picks and chooses what they want to say and want to do, especially when a person goes down. Now, do I believe they, like I said, I don't know if they did it or not, but there's, there's been evidence flowing around for a long time. But within that, within that process, within even that, what I'm trying to say is, the people that rise, you know, 
if you have a real friend, wait, what, what are you gonna do as a real friend? Are you gonna shit on them when they're down? After shit goes down, even when shit goes left and you decide, okay, I'm gonna bash them because they hurt my feelings. Or you gonna tell them what it is as a real friend. And in the case of, you know, people that were friends with Bill Cosby, if you know that he was doing some shit, you gotta stop them. You gotta, you gotta do what you had to do to make sure he didn't do this. When it comes to Michael, you know, um, R. Kelly, a lot of people could have did something to stop this case. Instead of him going off the rail and doing what he was doing to all these females. Nobody stopped them. It makes you wonder, we get mad at six times for what he just did right now. You know, he, you know, he was, he was, he felt like he was being, he was being played. He did everything he had to do. He felt like he was being used. I'm saying this because right now, Michael Jackson's former mate came out the woodwork saying that he's got evidence that Michael Jackson was touching, you know, these boys, these underage little kids. And my thing is, okay, so what? Not to be blunt, not to be just disrespectful, because. Like I said, no, nobody deserves to be touched at all. I don't care how much money you make. Kids are precious. Kids are truthful. Kids are honest. You're taking their childhood away by doing some crap like this. Automatically, you're putting, you're putting them in insecurity like it was their fault for this and everything. So, let's, let's, I'm, I'm trying to be as sensitive as possible to this. But at the same time... I'm going to be blunt at the same time and telling you what it is. Why in the fuck are you talking about this shit now when Michael Jackson is dead? He's been dead for 10 years. Y'all could have said this a long time ago when Michael Jackson was going for the court. The, the system. Everything. I don't care how much money Michael Jackson put in motherfucker's pocket. Y'all know right and wrong. This is, this is what I say about you know artists right now. If you're, if you're that demonic and that evil, then automatically you should go to jail. If you're a so-called his friend right now, you know, instead of you worrying about the fucking money, you should be worrying about the safety of people that could have got hurt from him. Y'all could have did something. Y'all chose not to. When I look at this whole R. Kelly situation that's been unraveling right now before our very eyes, there was so many people around R. Kelly's quarter that could have stopped him from acting, acting like a monster, and they chose not to. They chose to let this motherfucker do what he did to these females. He, they chose to let this happen. They chose to let him be the monster that he was. All for greed. All for money. He was getting so much money. Of course, you know, they're not going to say nothing. I understand that, but this but you have to, this is this is way more than money at this point. You can't just... This is about morals. This is about respect. And still they let this sick clown do whatever he wants. Now, I'm not sure who was around, you know, Cosby Corner. But y'all could stop. You kind of stopped him from doing what he did. If he was doing it allegedly, and in, in the case of Michael Jackson, if he allegedly did this, somebody could have stopped him. Nobody stopped him. So for it made to even come out of her mouth right now to even say all this right now, bruh, it's just too late for now. I don't want to hear that right now. All this energy should have been dealt with years ago when he was going on trial. Nobody said nothing about it. Nobody talked about it. Therefore, hold on. Therefore. And he talks about whatever he did. To me, the balance. He's dead. Who are you going to? The family? And I'm pretty sure the, I'm pretty sure the family don't even know about this. So I'm looking at it. Why even talk about something? 
it can't be. It, it, fuck the legacy. I don't even care about the legacy. Everything right now that she's talking about is invalid to me. That's it. This gotta be one of the dumbest beef of this year to start. This year just started, but this beef is already sounding dumb as hell. Chris Brown posted a meme on his Instagram about 21 Savage. Now, like I said, I reported this already on my on the on this podcast just an episode ago about 21 Savage being locked up from ICE for you know for him being born in the UK, for him might be getting deported and the whole Jay Z getting his lawyer to help bail him out and everything like that. Now, Chris Brown, he probably when he probably he had a poor taste. Chris Brown should never even post a meme on, you know, 21 Savage, unless you don't fuck with him. I guess, and that would be the only way, you know, it's not right regardless of even he's doing this on, especially a guy who's fighting for his freedom just to be back here. Chris Brown posted it. Offset took offense to it. Offset, you know, Offset's around that region right now. Well, they all on that same region in the South. But just in the rap demographics, you know, these motherfuckers, they did, did, did listen, they cool. Swimming on Savage and Offset, the Migos, they roll with each other heavily. So Offset took offense to it, called him a lame, called Chris Brown a lame. And, you know, Chris Brown already, you know, Chris Brown already pretty much going off the, you know, everything that happened with him with the whole rape situation that wasn't true. You know, everybody tried to, you know, cast off Chris Brown as like a rapist. It was when we all knew in the truth that it wasn't even true. And I hope he still do something with that female, press charges on her, do something, whatever. Chris Brown took the time to respond to Offset and went off on his kid. Told him about his whole life and everything. So now, that with that being the case, I think I don't know who sent who the DM, but Offset, Offset said, yo, Offset wanted to pull up. Chris Brown gave him the address. He already told Offset, you already know where I live. And all that crazy shit. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, Offset called him the 12. Now, I don't. If somebody's telling you to pull up and he gave you the address, I don't think he's the 12. I think he just wants to fight. But Offset think Offset and Offset mindset. He's thinking about it in a strategic way. Like, man, why are you gonna give me the address unless you're gonna try to get me arrested? Now. As far as I've been, as far as I've seen Chris Brown when it comes to all his nonsense and rants, Chris Brown do not give two shits about the cops. Not at all. He don't give two dams about these cops right now. So the fact that Offset's even opening his mouth saying 12, that's kind of, that's fucked up in a sense. That's not even, Chris Brown ain't fucking with cops. Hands down, he ain't, he ain't dealing with them. He ain't cooperating with cops. He don't want nothing to do with these motherfuckers. Especially out here in America. He don't go fuck about them. So that's that's inaccurate. Offset knows. Offset, you know better. You know damn well that's not the case. You already know how Chris Brown get down. He ain't down with that whole fuck shit. And you open your mouth when it probably wasn't needed. Now, I understand why you open it. You're going to defend your homie Swing on Savage. That's cool, but, bruh, you of all people shouldn't be doing it. You're not in a position right now to be talking about catching fades or trying to pull up by anybody. Chris Brown is the king of fades right now. He have no problem trying to fight people. Now, to my, you know, to the discredit right now, he did fall back on that whole Soldier Boy. I don't know why. He could easily beat up Soldier Boy, but to each your own. Offset, Offset's like five feet three. 
we, we, who are you trying to pull up on on a guy who have who don't give two fucks? He told you, he tell you how it is. He gives it up on a daily basis. Chris Brown ain't Chris Brown's more than a singing nigga. This nigga can fight. And Offset, he, I don't know where Offset was thinking about when he was doing this. You must have thought that Chris Brown was XXX and y'all pulled up on him with the goons and tried to jump him. He ain't. This is not XXX. Nowhere close. Y'all got you gonna have to, you gonna have to. Change that tone when you're talking to somebody who who don't who can give it up, and homie Chris can give it up. He 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 don't he he he, he he's a fighter. You offset you did too much, man. You can't. I I like said, I give you points for trying to stick up for 21 because he felt like yo you doing what you what are you doing you, why are you you know memeing the shit. That's not fair. Well you come on, God can't speak for himself. He's locked up. Totally understandable, but. You pushed it. You pushed it to a point where it wasn't needed when you started going too far off your lips, trying to, you know, antagonize Chris Brown, and then call him the twelve. You know, you know damn well Chris Brown don't do. Chris Brown did not give a fuck about these cops. I don't even. I didn't even see the whole point of you even doing that. So I don't know. That definitely was not needed. We go on for that, and then Chris Brown allegedly posted a picture of flowers saying that he's gonna. Give it to Cardi B since Offset's not man enough to do it for respect. Now, Cardi B got on. Cardi B, thanks. We're, we're, we're approaching Grammys right now. So we're all, most of the artists about to perform. The last thing they need is distractions. And Cardi B, I'm pretty sure right now, she's going to ride with her man. Those who don't know, they have her and Offset's sort of back together, I guess. They got a kid. So, without, without you no know, other than that nonsense. That wasn't needed. It wasn't needed to be spoke about. She didn't need to be dragged into the mud. She don't. She don't. She feels like all that. She didn't even be dragged. Period. And she, you're right. He shouldn't. But at the same time, that Offset started to open his mouth. Why he opened his mouth? He had. He he's sticking up for his guy, which I which I just said. Anybody would have. But one is the internet. People's gonna do whatever the hell they fucking want. So I don't. So Offset, you probably wasn't wrong for even getting involved in this shit, knowing damn well Chris Brown ain't the type of sucker motherfucker that's gonna just stay quiet. He, you know, he was gonna respond off the off the rip. And let's let's not forget these Migos and Chris Brown had had beef since the whole Quavo Karuchi when they went when he was going going out and Chris Brown took offense to it because yo why you talking to his why you talking to his girl or you know what he called his his property or whatever. Chris Brown Chris Brown's mad dramatic when it comes to shit like that. He's 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 egotistic. And I you know, the moment that offset opened his mouth, like I said, offset offset and Quavo, family, automatically beef. Chris Brown do not like the Migos at all. Chris Brown wants to smoke with them. He don't care who in the Migos. Anybody can get the fade. And as demonstrated, Chris Brown wants to fade. He told y'all how it is, he is Mr. Fade for a reason. Anybody can get it. I just hope all parties stop this little nonsense. Continue on to what they gotta do. And Offset, bruh, when you gonna drop your album? You've been teasing this album since November. And we always seen was you and Cardi going back and forth. You, right now, not you haven't said anything about this album dropping. So, get back to the music. And hopefully you drop your album. Chris... You took a major victory by, you know, this whole rape bullshit that wasn't even true. You was able to conquer that shit. 
just handle your business get back on get back to doing your music man and start doing stop coming you know i'm pretty sure eventually it's going to be your clock is going to be on you to start doing some albums so you know we're expecting you to drop another great album cardi b you get over dramatic way too much please chill out handle your business at the grammys do your do your thing and that's it Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Click and enjoy. Burn.